is an NPR PSA. Do not throw things at other things that are being thrown. It's unnecessary. There's already one thing being thrown. There's no need to throw another thing. I.E. darts at a floating white claw. My, th- okay. My therapist told me I need a hobby. That, a was, hobby? that was for the crowd. That's that the intro. No. Yeah, he did though. He did. That was a real thing that was said. He was like, oh, that he said you need a hobby? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I was like, well, I, I was like, I play video games. I was like, no, but how are you feeling right at this moment? <laughs> Maybe this dates back to uh, when you stepped on a bug when you were two years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what if it didn't? <laughs> oh, do I have something for you? So this is what we're starting with. So why the fuck do you hate Punxsutawney Phil so much? Okay. And he he has a special place, not a special place in my heart, but I'm from Pennsylvania, yeah. and Pennsylvania goes fucking nuts for him. Like, so, we would wear t-shirts in grade school that had yeah, Punxsutawney I mean, Phil on them. I remember, I so I have done, like, the least amount of research on Punxsutawney Phil. <laughs> I've done enough research to know that when you say his name, it's Punxsutawney, not Puxatani. <laughs> And and basically all it gathers that you know fuck that guy that rat bastard Phil, <laughs> I, I I don't know where this came from but I guess Groundhog Day this year they just caught me on like the right like manic episode <laughs> that I was like I was like I was like why why do we care what the groundhog thinks this groundhog has generated an entire like internal fire for me towards meteorology as a whole. <laughs> Astrology, meteorology, like all of it. Because, like, I mean, ever since I decided that Punxsutawney Phil sucked, <laughs> I was like, I was like, who decides the wind? Whose job is it to sit down and be like, it's gonna be windy in Marietta on Monday? How do they the know? The Marietta that? Mole. It's like, like whether it's like okay, like I don't, I don't know how meteorology works, and I'm not willing to look into it because I hate it. <laughs> because as far as I'm concerned, it's a hoax. Not really. I. I I should use the word hoax lightly in these trying times. But, <laughs> yeah, seriously. But, but I'd like to believe that there's somebody in Hawaii that calls somebody in Marietta and it's like, hey, there's wind coming. It's going to be there in a couple days. <laughs> and I know that's not how it works. <laughs> but in my brain, that is how I have decided that it works. And I'm so cool with that explanation that I am unwilling to look up the rest. Oh, my God. However, my hatred for Punxsutawney Phil came from... I, this, this most recent Groundhog Day, I think he said that spring was going to come early. Was it February 2nd? Something like that. Beginning of February, I don't know. I think he was right this year or something. I don't know. Or No, no, this was, this was the first year in a while that he said spring would come early. And I was like, oh, oh, I was like, you, you think, <laughs> I was like, I was like, you think you're the big guy now, <laughs> Phil? I was like, you're going to, you're going to tell us that we're stuck inside and, and that spring's going to come early this year. I was like, nah, to hell with you, Phil. <laughs> and, and so I just, whether there was any basis to any of the things that I just said, I decided that I hated Phil. And so, and so I was just like, I was like, I don't, I don't trust this dude. And then, and then the more I read about it, the more I was like, what? What is going on here? <laughs> because I found it's it's based in like some pagan holiday. It's like it's a like Gaelic tradition or something. But and that's cool. That's fine with me. We got plenty of those, right? You yeah. know, it's like Christmas is fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, but there's but when, tons of holidays that then, are based from pagan. Yeah. Pagan and, and I was like, I get down with those. Halloween, whatever. That's they, a really fucked up one if you look in, yeah. into it. Oh my god. So I I, I start reading and they're like they're like, well, basically they, they try to uphold this image that like Punxsutawney Phil is, has been the same Phil for all of time since 1887. And in the article I read, it was like it was like also groundhogs have an expected lifespan of like eight years in the wild. <laughs> And so I was like, okay, so we had <laughs> at least 300 fills. What really set me off was there's some club that organizes Phil's press conferences, if you will. <laughs> Phil's it's, press conferences. annual They're press conference. The inner circle. It's like, yeah. it's like the Punxsutawney Phil fan club or whatever. And only the president can speak Punk, Punxsutawneys or Groundhoggies. Groundhoggies. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah. And and then what the best part of that so is as soon as they get a new president, the new president magically is just like from the groundhog gods is given the ability to speak <laughs> groundhoggies. Like they don't even try to pretend to learn it. It's it. like he's the only guy that can speak it. And I'm like, what would that even be? I like. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what's a groundhog sound like? I, I don't. I don't fucking I know. honestly I would be more willing to like look into the sounds that groundhogs make and every February 2nd we decipher what he said 
based on the the past year and over time you can collect enough data that you could be like, no, he said it's gonna be spring. <laughs> Wait, you know one of the most fucked thing that I read? <laughs> yes. So apparently Punxsutawney Phil is right a hundred percent of the time. Oh, that's bullshit. So he's right. No, he's not. No, that's why no, I hate so him. he's right a hundred percent of the time. But since since the president does not speak impeccable groundhoggese, Phil is the only one that can speak impeccable groundhoggese. He sometimes misinterprets <laughs> Phil. That's what they maintain. As a man of worldly customs, I will accept that explanation. <laughs> I will. I will give Phil that. I will give, give him that. He's actually been right, I think, only like 64% of the time or something. Yeah, because I I thought I was like, I was like, what? I was like, this started, had to have started in like, you know, the mid-1900s. Oh, yeah. When they were just like, oh, we need something to distract us from the war. <laughs> let's yeah. let's see what a groundhog has to say about the weather. No, it's been going since the 1880s or something. And they have data, like all of it. They're like, no, this year he was like, no way. And I was like, I'm not even going to read Dude, this. people go ape shit for i think the uh i think the uh the area that this um custom is based around is called like gobbler's knob or something like so, that yeah that's like even if it even has a stupid name <laughs> well i i remember seeing like especially within pennsylvania it goes super hard there's, there's oh yeah there's a festival dude there's some other mascot that's based off of him and oh blah, and he blah, also blah. has a wife punks with honey phyllis mm-hmm Tony Phyllis. Oh, 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 let's go. All Wait, right. how did you know that? I was just, that was my best guess. <laughs> Honest to God. Which, on it, you know. How did you guess that out of all the things you could have guessed? Because, like, you just, you just, you add the, the feminine tones or whatever you call it in English to, to fill, to fill. Somebody in Ireland was like, what does the groundhog think? Or whatever they fucking <laughs> sound like. And then they were probably hammered and they were like, he said it's gonna be warm, and then that was it. These are all that was it. They were just like they're like, hey, I don't know if you guys noticed, but when what's his nuts was drunk the other day and said that the groundhog said it was gonna be warm, it got warm pretty quick. And so maybe we should ask the groundhog every year. I like it's, to believe that's where all the traditions start. And the whole thing, my thing is entirely. I just want to know which way are they facing. Because if the groundhog sees his shadow, it's entirely dependent on like where the stage or whatever he comes out on is facing or where the hole is facing. If his back is to the sun, he's gonna see a shadow. To be and fair. And if it's not, to he's be fair, not. I have never once actually watched Pakistani Phil on the side. <laughs> I just always- I, Oh, neither have I. It's always like the day after. I'm like, what, what, what did this guy say this year? <laughs> And every year I'm like, sure. I think that my, my like the basis of my hatred for this groundhog is based on the fact that I want to believe what he says. <laughs> and and there's just no reason to believe what he says. And so every time he's wrong, I'm like, he sucks. And that's a lot of the time. So I hate him. <laughs> like I there, he's there still are, he's still right better than fifty percent of the time, so that's a pretty good betting model, I guess. I mean I Dude, yeah. can you bet on Punk's Tony Phil? Probably. <laughs> Wait, let's let's look. Wait, like I'm what going, are what are the odds? I'm going to my betting book. I'm not even kidding. Because I love hammering the over. <laughs> the, what is the over on a punk satanic? I guess it's there, there is no over. But but give me like uh, right. what like what what would you even look up? Just Phil? I don't uh, <laughs> Phil. I'm gonna I'm gonna double time this research punk, here. Punk punk how do you even spell that? Okay. P-U-N. Okay. Oh wow. That appeared quickly. It really did. Do any offshore books typically offer odds on whether punched <laughs> I don't know. Wait. Offshore books. There's the most degenerate question out here all day. <laughs> oh no. Dude, this should definitely be able We should definitely be able to bet on this. Are you kidding me? Well we should just we need to start a bookie. Like we need to start a book. And just and just if you're watching this and <laughs> Submit your picks by, let's say, January, no, January, uh, how many days are in 30? In, in what? January? In, in <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I never learned this shit. 30 days has September, April, June, and November. Yeah, January is 31. Okay. By January 31st. <laughs> Did you ever learn that rhyme? No. That's like, <laughs> that was, that was the lapse in my early childhood education. It was, because I had the like, stupidest fucking, like, I remember the stupidest things from fifth grade. Like, uh, how to spell tomorrow. It was, my teacher told me, Tom, get out or row. Now, see, that is also a lapse in my early childhood education because in my head, I spell tomorrow T-M-R-O and I have set my phone to automatically correct it. 
<laughs> it's like way off base. <laughs> and so, but do you remember like the the one about um in science? It was like King Philip something. It was about like kingdom or kingdoms, phylums, species. Oh yeah! Oh my god! I took a biology one hundred and one class last semester as a senior in college, and and it was like it was going through that same stuff. And I, I just looked up like the kindergarten version of it because I was like, what what did King Philip order? Is something about a pizza? I don't know. But, <laughs> but I and needless to say, I did not do well in biology one hundred and one, dude. <laughs> I, okay, it's so funny because you think about grade school and you think about the specific, just objective things that you learned. Yes. And I could, I would never remember any of that shit today. When you're working, when you're in the workplace, it's going to be like, what did the Stamp Act do? <laughs> what's the, what's and you're the like, capital of Bahrain? <laughs> like, yeah. cool. that, that was like one of those things where I remember when, uh, when this whole coup thing started <clears throat> in uh, Myanmar, which I don't think that's how, even how they say it. I was like, hey, quick question. Where the fuck is Myanmar? <laughs> exactly. I was like, I was like, is that, I is, I was like, is that a risk to us? <laughs> and like, people were like, no. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I was like, I thought so. But I just, you know, I wanted to double check. I I consider myself smart in a lot of facets, but some 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 people, you know, the general knowledge people are just like, oh yeah, no, it, this and this. My trivial knowledge off the charts. I cannot produce it until you ask me for it. But if you ask me the right question, I'll just be like, oh yeah, duh. <laughs> like the other day, somebody was like, like one of my friends, she was at trivia, and we were just talking casually while she was at trivia, and she was like. What are the top six, like, World Series winners or whatever? I don't know shit about baseball, but I was like, oh, oh I got yeah. this. And I just started building them out. I, I missed, like, two of them. But I was like, I'll take that. I'll take that. If you think about just the high-profile teams, yeah. you could get, it like, three of them pretty easily, even if you know nothing about baseball. You're like, have you seen somebody wearing that jersey in your town despite the fact that you were 2,000 miles away from that town? That's one of them. <laughs> you're like, exactly. that's one of them. Yankees? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and so it was like the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Red Sox. Like It's all, all the high-profile ones. Geography is one of those things where it's like, I think I know my shit. And then somebody will ask me a question. I'm like, I know this. And it's always on the tip of my tongue. But it's not. It's not. It's just my brain being like, oh, dude, you should you should probably know this. You're. you're I think of the like general two thousand mile radius area, and it's like, oh, because some people some people was like naming off like like the big thing I struggle with is like the like the 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 far northeastern United States, just how all of those states are just divided up. Vermont and New Hampshire, no idea yeah. which one faces nope, which direction. Nope, nope. Like, I know that Maine's at the top. What gets me, so I took a like a world civilization class and I was like, yeah, maps, cool, I got this. <laughs> I didn't, I did not have a map. Because I was like, I didn't know they made countries as small as they did. Oh yeah, dude. And so like somebody's like, there's 172 countries. You look at the map of the world, you're like, yeah, yeah, that seems right. And then like you start counting on all the big ones and you're like, there's like 30 left. <laughs> like where are the rest of these? So you got like Lesotho or whatever that's just in South Africa. It's basically a county in South Africa, but they're like, no, we're our own. Kind of like that weird corner of Georgia that never rejoined the union. You ever yeah. heard about that? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, like uh, in Georgia. Um, so it's got that very like unique, almost rectangular shape, but I guess like a trapezoid. Is that kind of, yeah. yeah. I think it's it's most notable on like one of their state quarters or something. This like top, like the northwest <clears throat> corner just isn't there. And it's because this one county was like, no, we're not rejoining the union. <laughs> Fuck that. But, like we were about this. And you guys all quit. <laughs> and so like we're staying. And so like I don't I don't know all the details, but for like a at least a short period of time, they were just independent from the United States. That's there's a bunch of weird shit like that in the United States. So uh so there is a part of Yellowstone that is in the uh, a territory of Wyoming where so to get convicted of a felony, you have to have there has to be at least some population so that a jury can be populated. Oh. In that area. So there is a portion of Yellowstone that just lawless. where you can just commit a felony and nothing can happen to you because there's zero population. No one lives in that in that area. So hear me out. <laughs> if if I if I killed somebody here and took them there, that means I committed the felony here, right? Yes. Okay. What <laughs> charge would that be though? <laughs> uh, actually that's uh um abuse of a corpse. Oh yeah. It is. <clears throat> yeah, I watch SVU. 
<laughs> but but the location of the murder matters. Yeah, because I think that's. But if they well, can't prove it, I, was, I, I would assume that's where you get. <laughs> yeah, watch us for you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, and um, I'd like to believe that it'll never be like a huge point in my life. However, if I ever just want to like get a felony off, I know where to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna. It's gonna be one of those things where it's there's like, some real pretty easy felonies that you can. <laughs> you just type in like lawless lands in the United States. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> one time I was with my buddies and we got on this very weird conversation about like skulls and just how skulls are kind of creepy. And somebody mentioned the fact that a child skull is exponentially more creepy because their adult teeth are visible from the exterior of the skull. Oh my God. Because it's like the, the bone is underdeveloped. And so you can just see like the adult teeth just like chilling oh, yeah. in like their like whatever, like the occipital region, whatever you'd call it. And so I was like, well, you gotta, you gotta find a picture. And so my buddy looks up on his phone and he's like, a child's, a child's skull, I'm a dentist. <laughs> Because he was like, I'm not trying to get put on a watch list. And it, that like that sort of thing had never crossed VPN, my mind. Dude. But I was like, I was like, now every time we look up something questionable like that, we're like, who would have the grounds to look this up? <laughs> and then you Purchase just embalming <laughs> fluid. I'm a mortician. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man. No, but I wanted to show so um, when you told me about Punks of Donnie Phil, I wanted to provide you with something that would make you laugh. So you know how Reddit always has something. Just read that. Just read that headline. Okay. <laughs> Punks of Donnie Phil is a malevolent deity and must be stopped. Wow. So, so I, I'm not even going to read the, the first. Are they leaning into the pagan aspect? I, I love that they call it G-Day. That makes it way cooler. <laughs> G-Day. G-Day remains the event with its roots in primitive animalistic worship firmly planted in the ground. Wow. Wow. I think it's a satirical piece, but it's just hilarious because they just, I wanted to, I didn't read it because I just wanted to to be surprised by it, but wait, what? Oh this my God. They referenced the Bill Murray movie. <laughs> so they're like, they're like, Bill Murray's not in. Okay. Let's see. Okay. M. Swanko. Is, I have not read this yet. Let's see. Should have brought my Wait, glasses. in the 1993 documentary Groundhog Day, Bill Murray, who himself may be <laughs> a demigod, gets caught in a mystical, mystical time loop and theorizes his dilemma may be the work of the wicked Punxsutawney Phil. Wait, is that actually the premise of the movie? I mean, I feel like I've seen that movie. That's definitely not the premise. I don't think Punxsutawney Phil. I don't think. Mentioned. I don't think that they like villainized the Groundhog the way that I would like them to. Oh, but <laughs> actually, though. So this is completely off topic, but. There is a an episode of Supernatural where one of the main characters, so it's like Groundhog Day, but he just keeps dying. <laughs> oh, Palm Springs. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that. Okay. That that's see everything's a remix, man. Yeah, everything's a remix. When I watched Palm Springs, I was like Bill yeah. Murray. There's a whole documentary on that how everything's a Andy remix. Andy Samberg. Else. Supernatural did it first, but he it's just different ways of him dying, and one of them is just. He, uh, he's singing the same song. Hi. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the way to get people to watch. Just have a pet. PETA approved podcast. PETA approved podcast. This is a PAP. <laughs> yeah, um, the, the earliest he dies is just in the shower. He just slips and falls. He just like, ah! <laughs> and so it's like, a, it's like a whole... Someone has him in an augmented reality. It's not real. Okay. There's a uh, character called the. There is a being so called like, the Trickster. So it's almost like a remix of the Truman Show and Groundhog Day. Yes, exactly. That, there, there was uh, there was another movie that I, I've, I've also not seen. It was. I have not seen <clears throat> Palm Springs though. I need to watch that. Andy Samberg's my favorite. Yeah, actor, I love so. Andy Samberg. Brooklyn Nine Nine. One of my. Oh favorite my god, shows dude! So but, funny. Uh, in in terms of like remixes of, I guess like really just like a theme is really all they keep. It was like a college girl and there was somebody that was killing her and I've never seen it so I don't know how it concludes but like basically she just like had to like live out her death every day in a different way until she figured it out. And so it had that Is it a movie or is it a Yeah, and it and I think it is it was something based on her birthday. I don't know if that was part of the title. I 
No idea. But that was like <laughs> that's another film that I can just think of right off the top of my like head. Is it like a cult movie or No, it, it was it was a I mean, I don't know how it did, but I remember it I mean, it was in all the previews for for like mainstream films. It seems like they kind of borrowed from um both of them. What the hell well, is uh It sounds more like the film you were talking about. Yeah, that it just every every they're they're just running. I mean, I don't even think I don't think there'll ever be another original movie. I read once like it just like in the in the realm of art itself that in terms of musical scores that just the limited progression of notes has yeah. ha, like it's been expired. So like there's no original score that can be made in terms I think it's based on like uh whatever like an octave or something. It's just how you pair them together yeah. that makes it unique. I just I can sing and that's about my the limit of my music knowledge. I had my buddy on Anthony, he's he's in a couple bands and he plays guitar and a bunch of other instruments. So he was just schooling me on that. But uh yeah, I, I agree know, with I know you. nothing about it. Yeah. I, I'm in a music history class. I'm the only student that's not a music major. It's bad news. But <laughs> I um, learned a few things. No, but I do I do agree with you. Um it does I I feel like I can just naturally because there are songs that I hear and they could be completely different genres. Like I feel like they borrowed that a sample from something else, or they borrowed a progression from someone else, or they borrowed a yeah, like a, just a collaboration of chords. I don't know. Well, the other day we got to talking about sampling and like some the, people straight up steal those, dude. Like the legal ramifications of samplings are like very specific. Yeah, where it can be so much time. Yep. Before it becomes it's a copyright use, issue, yeah. and then. I think it's 30 seconds or something. And it's, it, it, it's, I think it's like way less than that. I think it's a few seconds. Oh, it's a few seconds. And so I think, a oh, lot, wait, no, no, I know what I'm thinking. Go ahead with your thoughts. Oh, I feel like a lot of popular samples that like we, like I'm thinking of like Blood on the Leaves by Kanye. Oh yeah. Like I think that in cases like that, like where the song is more or less based on a sample, I think that they have to get the copyright permission or in certain cases, like in, like way old school classical music, it becomes public domain. Yeah. And and so like, I don't know like how hype your music has to be to become public <laughs> domain, but I actually learned, so the, the women, there were two little old ladies that wrote happy birthday. And the reason that a lot of restaurants don't sing happy birthday is because obviously everybody in the world knows happy birthday. Like I've learned happy birthday in my Chinese class. Yeah. Restaurants would sing happy birthday to people. And these two little old ladies were like, no, you can't do that. And they tried to like, <laughs> like take the copyright approach. If I was the descendants of those two, I would milk the shit out of I that. would be writing that out. <laughs> but, but then I learned that like basically they never copyrighted it. And so then it was just oh. all like, it was like, oh yeah. So restaurants can sing happy birthday if they want. But because of that, like, quick hiccup, we'll if you will, on your <laughs> everybody was just like, they were like, uh, we need a new happy birthday song. So they were just like, happy, happy birthday, happy, happy birthday. Yeah, just like, just made the most obnoxious shit yeah. ever. No, I agree with you. Uh, the, the song that came to mind for me was, uh, I don't know why this song comes to mind. It was like freshman year of college, but Bake Sale. It was, okay. so Bake Sale, like, Con or Kanye, Wiz Khalifa. Mm-hmm. Um, he sampled Order More by g Easy, and I immediately recognized it. I was like, he, because it was hyped up so much, and it was, uh, uh, what's the, what the hell is the beat? It's like, uh, oh my god. Mm -hmm. so like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, what the fuck? It's the first, like, do, it's the do, intro do, melody. Do, do, do. Yes, do, that one. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that one. It samples Order More, if you listen to Order More, which I actually like Order More More. I think I might have noticed that before. Because like I, I'm I'm not very familiar with Jeezy. There's but. a bunch, and there's some that aren't the same sample, but it just reminds me of something like. And uh, that's like that's where you get back to like where there's only really so many options. Yeah, it's just um the hi hats and the and the um 808s on some songs yeah. they're in the same because if you're so if you have a sub you can kind of um, there's more of a distinction between. Uh, certain things in songs that's a stupid way of describing it but like do 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 like you can hear the just like the bass progression just the way like, that it's oh. cut up yeah just and uh the progression like, oh. of the bass like literally every rap song has like the do do like the fucking <clears throat> i don't know that fat ass bass yeah the fat ass <laughs> bass and like that <laughs> like that shit yeah like every single one well, that's like, uh, like, um, ice, ice baby and under pressure. Oh my God. The, yeah, the, I'm, I'm pretty sure that like his primary defense in that copyright argument was under pressure is din 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 din. And his is 
Dun, 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 dun. Like yeah, it added like, a staccato. Yeah, it just added a staccato. And like, yeah, and and like when I read that, I was like, I was like, is that like does that hold up? Like, is, I, like, is that dude, an option? I don't know. But uh, I think uh, the like extension on the fair use stuff. I think uh, if you're using it in a like if you had have it in like a a bottom third, it's not the like the just in the background. It's not and the you're, melody. And you're directly reacting to it, or you're using it as uh, as like a constructive piece or something. There's a way you can get around it. Okay, that makes sense. That may, I mean, I, I feel like because of the limited like, well, granted, like as we've basically created more instruments with Jeez. electronic music production. You can just oh yeah, some of that is not it cannot be recreated. Yeah, like like organically, like it's just and so that might make it more like the ability to be more unique, obviously. But the idea that there's only so many different notes you can play in a standardized song, I feel like copyright law probably at a certain point was just like ah. I don't know anything about royalty, royalties for music yeah, or I don't know how, how something is royalty free, how something's not. I don't know. I wish I had more knowledge like that because some people like you, you know, those people you've met who just have this like gee whiz knowledge all the time. They're just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, one of the one of the guys <laughs> in my music class, he is uh, he's he's a music major, but I think his specific like domain of study is production, specifically like uh, like what would you call it? I don't know. Uh, there's there's composition. a composition. No, like yeah, but like what's the modern term for that? Oh, like like oh, like sound I'm engineering. A dumbass here. I, oh, sound yeah. engineering. Yeah. And 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 then he also just has like a large like lexicon of just <laughs> yeah. I, fuck. He he I just know, so. he he knows a lot about copyright law, and so I, like these are the type of things like I'll just I'll just like say something out like just just think out loud and yeah. he'll just have the answer and I'm just like that was actually. Crazy. Really interesting information. See, see, I am of, I am of the. Uh, I don't know. Everyone has their niche, and if you don't, I feel like it's good to also be a generalist. Like my major, that was their whole like calling card was like we're technical generalists. We know a little bit about everything, and I think that's cool because you can. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's why. Like in high school, I was friends with like a bunch of different groups because I just knew a little no, bit about I, everything. I, I knew I enough that. to make conversation. Yeah, but, but it's also like it's like. Yeah, that I think that plays into like how I feel about like my trivial knowledge. Oh yeah, like where it's like yeah, it's like I, I feel like I know a little bit about a lot of things, but like there's very few things that I feel like. Don't you hate when to to speak? You in can depth s- on. like uh, someone's talking about something and you you remember just going down a rabbit hole researching it, and then you just you remember you remember some of the visuals from it. You remember kind of the way it made you feel, but you cannot remember any of the like objective yes shit. It's like that always happens to me all the time. That's me with the Pumas. Dude. <laughs> I got oh You want to meow into the mic? I got to pee. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I will I will continue this with Lila. Her name's Lila by the way. Okay. Lila take over. Yeah, Lila take over. You're close enough to the mic. She's going to be part of the podcast now. Hey, the first time she purrs in the mic, she's going to be a celebrity. She I mean, she purrs all the time, but she's not doing it as loud as she usually does. <laughs> yep, she's a staple in the podcast now. This is Lila. This is Lila Seatoast Waldron because Lila, after um, the lead singer of a band that I really like, and middle dame Seatoast because she looks like burnt cinnamon toast. And Waldron, because that's my last name. Ah, oh, she's very clingy though. Come here. She usually doesn't like to be picked up, but she doesn't mind it today. It's weird. She sticks out her tongue when you pet her. <laughs> it's so cute. Hi, Lila. What is alcohol if not to be shared? You said it last time, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I sure You have really... a job. I'm poor. <laughs> no, I'm just, okay. no, I'm just, I'm just fucking... Yeah, just a <laughs> pussy ass bitch. It's funny, because uh, this one podcast I listen to, they're always like... Uh, they always talk. They talk about Logan Paul and Jake Paul sometimes. Yeah. And uh, one of them. It sucks, but you have to. I know. <laughs> like, I know. Well, because they're from Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I hate them, by the way. And, one of them like, went they, to my school, actually. And, again, it's like it sucks that you have to talk about them, but you have to talk about them because, like, they, they just they, do. But that's they, what they, they want. They, they, I know. I know. And it's they like, literally I, they put on personas so that people will get mad, angry at them, and want to talk about. And them. I that's, hate that. Like, it's genius. Yeah, they're good at it. <laughs> it's genius. They're good at it. Also, I, I, w- yeah. 
man, fuck those guys. If you yeah, if you would have told me that I could have written that uh it's everyday bro shit and Oh my god. Have you watched the Cody Co's video on that shit? Oh yeah. Oh my god. That shit is annoying. I get so <clears> pissed <throat> off, dude. At that. I'm looking at your responses. I already did though. <clears throat> Punctured Johnny Phil. Oh, can you explain this to me? So I need to start listening to this podcast. Okay, so pardon, pardon, my, pardon take. my take, yeah. And and great, I do not listen to it often. However, I follow a lot of those guys on Twitter. They're just very interesting individuals. My favorite guy from the Barstool crew is the Wonton Don. <laughs> do you know him? Yeah, I follow him on Twitter. Yeah, and and my like his primary function within Barstool is to just go explore the world <laughs> and so when i was about when i was set to study abroad in china i dm'd him because he had been living in shanghai at that point and that's where i was going and i was like hey man how did you work out your finances type of deal like assuming i was like because i was like okay this guy's from barstool like never really like paid much attention I think he like, told me this yeah. yeah and and i was just kind of like i was like he would have this information, but I didn't expect him to respond. And he gave me like very concise and like good information on like how to handle the banking aspect of moving abroad. And I was just like, hey, good guy, you know? <laughs> and ever since then, I think that like he just has the coolest job in the world. He just like, yeah, he just travels abroad guy. on behalf of Barstool and just blogs it. The funniest thing he's done recently. Did, did we talk about this last time where he, where he went? I think he, he was in Cambodia. I don't think we talked about this, but. Oh, OK. So I think I know where you're going, but they they were. I don't I don't know the name of this place that they were at, but it's some sort of tourist attraction where it's this like devil's tower type of mountain where it's almost straight vertical. And there's a set of stairs that just goes back and forth. All the way at the top and so the entire point of this blog or this vlog that they had was to go to the top and just kind of be like oh this is the touristy thing but instead they did like the creepiest thing in the world and they got <laughs> behind this girl that just had like a big ass and they just videoed it the whole <laughs> and i remember watching it and just being like oh my god but also just like was, wanting, no one got after Bob. Yeah, and just like and just continuing to watch, being like, surely this does not end well. And it didn't. She like she realized like they set up a tripod. And I was like, oh my god, I was like, this can't get any worse. And she turns around, just waves at the camera, and they were like, Oh shit, we gotta get we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here right now. And then she just like she was into it, so I guess that's what made it okay. But like, oh it was <laughs> It was one of those where it's like, I don't know how, like, I don't It's like the Nelk boys. It's so hard to watch yeah. sometimes. Yeah. You're like, and you're ah. just like, you're just like, you're in Your such, whole body goes like, you're ah. in such discomfort the whole time, but you just, you're forced to keep watching because you're like, maybe there's some solace by the end of this. What's the, uh, that's why I couldn't watch. Like, I just stopped watching The Office sometimes because it just made oh. me so uncomfortable. Dude, what's the, the one where, where Michael, um. Try my googie googie. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Try the, my googie googie. That, that one's painful that one's real bad the uh scott's tots <laughs> oh no and i know that like this is probably like a, no. like a this is probably a dead horse because i know everybody talks about how painful it is but that episode like it whenever i rewatch the office oh, that destroyed I, me i skip it i'm like i'm like i don't need that emotional trauma to just be displaced into my life today don't need it pam was so pissed <laughs> so and then just pissed. like you know the quintessential mike just like the right. way that he dealt with it what are we at? Okay, we can do like a little bit more time. There's also that like five minutes of dead space where okay. I'm just petting my cat. <laughs> but the uh, the the Mount Rushmore thing. It's oh like, yeah, that's what I was gonna ask about. The, they will just take I guess random topics and they'll be like, "Who's your Mount Rushmore for that topic?" Oh, I've seen this before. <clears throat> yeah. So it's like like who's <laughs> they should do a random word generator. <laughs> who's your Mount Rushmore for cult leaders? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, like, they'll just do like off the wall topics. Oh my god! And, and I always think it's hilarious because they'll all just come up with a very random list. And there's always one of them that just does some like just goes like the route of just absolute debauchery within the conversation. <laughs> and and I always am just kind of like, you know what? I think I think I get it. Like I, I think I support that. Yeah, the the Mount Rushmore concept is a fun one. Oh yeah, you don't have to address everything. Oh, I yeah. was just uh, usually I'd like put together a script, but I was on a time oh, crunch, no, was, and I, I'm also fucking exhausted. I feel that because I have no carbs in my body at all. Except this is kind of carbs, but not really. Um, <laughs> do you travel? Why did I even ask you that? That would be for like 
I know you travel, but that's just, I, I was trying to make it more general form. No, but honestly, like that, that's what's been killing me lately is like the inability to just get out. Dude, just going to Columbus, I was like, fuck yeah, yeah. I have to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I, I graduate May 1st and I I have trips lined up for like the next, like every weekend for the next month after. I'm going to, I'm going to Cancun in mid-May. I'm going to Lost Lands. Um, I'm uh, going to Thailand. That's going to be awesome. With my friend who's de- now deployed right now in Kuwait. That will be awesome. Yeah. Because we should we agreed that we were going to go the end of 2020. Or like the middle of 2020. Because we went to the UK in 2019. Um, I see, I'm, af- I'm afraid to go to Thailand because the idea of being a Buddhist monk on the right day, would I would just be like, eh, I'm not coming home. <laughs> give, give, me the, give me the orange suit. I'm ready. Fuck it. Oh my God. Just spend the rest of my life trying to achieve nirvana. That's way better than trying to get a paycheck, man. Oh, my God. That was the last thing I wanted to talk about was the Santa Monica stuff. Okay. So, one night... You're a staple on the podcast now. I hope you know that. Maybe or maybe not under the influence of unnamed substances. I just started reading. I somehow stumbled across the National Park Service's page for the Santa Monica Mountain Range. And within that, I found this page about the wildlife and started reading about it. And the the pumas, or as we would we would call them mountain lions, because actually, you know, how this started, I saw a Twitter thread and it said, what do you call this? And it was what I would call a mountain lion. And everybody, some people were like, it's a bobcat. And I was like, That's, that no, a bobcat is like its own thing. Steve Prince. Like, and, and like, like <laughs> you went to OU, like a yeah. bobcat and a mountain liner is not the same thing. They're radically different. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, I was like, well, this guy sucks. So I just kept on scrolling. The tails and, are different. Yeah. So. Like, I, are bob, like, don't they just have like naturally like crop tails? Yep. Yeah. Little bob tail. And so, and mountain lions are very much like lions. Like they just look like lions. Lionesses, pretty much, is what they look like. We would never call them bobcats, but we would also never call them pumas around here. I was just scrolling through this thread, and I saw somebody say something about, they're like, they're like, oh, we call them pumas, and said something about old P45. They're like, I love P45 until <clears throat> until he ate that koala bear one time and and posted this picture uh, of of a puma and the way that it read to me I was like is P45 a photographer that took a picture of a mountain lion and then ate a koala bear You're like that's how it played out in my head so I get on the internet and I look at P45 koala bear <laughs> like, only saw it go down rabbit holes dude. and 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 then I find this National Park Services page um, that that just provides profiles for every single puma that they have either discovered and or tagged within oh. the Santa Monica mountain range mountain range. And, and what they do is like they build these profiles for these care like for these for these pumas. And so like P one is like the dawn of the Santa Monica Mountains. Like they're like he has like eight hundred kids. Like it's He's not, the alpha. It's not that many. If you yeah. kill him everyone dies. And so I just started clicking <laughs> I just started clicking through all of them and I'm just like this is incredible. And and then I, I, I get to P45, and P45 is famous for one specific photo. There's a, a prominent National Geographic photographer that, that got a picture of him just kind of like strutting his stuff with the Hollywood sign in the background. Oh. And so it was just like this immediately famous photo. And because of that, like they paid more attention to P45. But uh, actually, no. Okay. I, I read through and like, and so I started reading through. It's like, like you track, there's like, okay, so this alpha's here. Well, he died. This, this alpha's on the other side of the mountains. This guy's famous because he crossed the 405. Like, and oh like stuff like God. that. And so it, it starts to read like, like a reality TV show. This one fucking jumped because, 20 feet and, across and the so, 10. And yeah, basically. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, nobody had ever done it before. And like, I'm reading That's it. That's crazy. Like, I'm reading it in that like, uh, you know, late night television voice where it's like, you know, nobody expected him to make it. <laughs> but he did. You and, just reminded me of a, so a comedian. Well, I'll tell you in a minute. Little Tortilla Boy. No, 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 no. I will tell you that that'll be that'll be the last thing. Okay. That you said you liked uh, Theo Vaughn and Brett yeah. Kreischer, and I love both of them. So, but but I start I started reading about P forty five, and and his was the greatest. There there were some like some of them were sad, yeah. Like and and some of them were interestingly like interesting in terms of just animal behavior. I read about these like this set of cubs, I think they call them, that were eaten by a rival male to their father. Because he wanted their mother to go back into heat so that he could reproduce with her. And I was like, damn. I was like, they, that's. Yeah, he just like. Can they. Yeah. 
I guess. Logically think like that? I guess. And that, that was like the only logical explanation they had for what had happened because they don't typically eat their own. Huh. And so he just pulled up and just destroyed these two cubs <laughs> and then and then left with the mom. And I was like, what? You know what eats you, you know what eats their own is uh freaking uh this is completely off topic. When I, when I was little, my parents were like, Oh, we're gonna get you know do you know what Robovorsky hamsters are? They're like the really like the really tiny like gray hamsters. You might not know what they I are. Mean, I mean, I anyway, once had a fed hamster and I... This is one of my ad- traumatizing... Admittedly, I did not like my hamster. <laughs> this is one of my traumatizing experiences as a kid. So we had this like... Our Mom house is like... Years ago. Our house is like four levels. Um, It's like a... It's kind of like lofted. So each floor is on... It's a split level. So it's one... One floor is here. One floor is here. It's just like... Gotcha. Different tiers and everything's like open. So they're like we had this big tank for these two robo robo hamsters is what they're like shortened to. Okay. And um, there were two of them, and they told us they were both males. They were not both males. They were a male and a female. They started reproducing at a rapid rate. Nice. Rapid rapid rate. When all is said and done, like in total, probably like ten to fifteen offspring. I as a how old was I? Like ten or ten or eleven? What these robo voice hamsters eat their young. <laughs> And the young are like little little pink helpless things that look just like yeah that just look like jelly beans. Of, they just look like jelly beans. Of organisms just in the corner like that. Uh, I didn't actually witness them eating their young, but I was like, oh wait, there were there were five yesterday, and now there's one. Where else could they have gone? <laughs> You're like looking around. The and cage. my ten year old mind is like, maybe they got out. <laughs> they probably just ran. <laughs> yeah, they ran away for sure. They got out the front door. Part of me thinks this is not a real memory, <clears throat> but it definitely is. Yeah, I, I have those. <laughs> you know why? Because smell is the strongest form of just callback. Are you like traumatized every time you smell that? Like uh, the uh, it's like the the filling. On yes, the yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, the, yes. That. that weird like fibrous stuff. Yeah, what is it? I think it's like cardboard. I think it's just shredded cardboard. Yeah, but yes, that's a weird. Traumatizing story for my. <laughs> I got a I got a hamster my freshman year of college. It was a girl. Her na- we named her May. She fucking sucked. <laughs> she bite people? No, like, well, she oh. she bit me a couple times, but not not often enough to like be upset about it. I guess because it was kind of like okay, like whatever. She is an animal. But what would make me mad is she would only run on her wheel in the middle of the night. <laughs> She's trying to fuck with you. And she would only piss on the wheel. <laughs> so she would just fling pee oh all over my dorm room. Oh my god. Like I, I had her on like this like little desk like in the like, corner of my room. And at, at the point that I had her my freshman year, I had this very large room to myself. So like it wasn't like an immediate issue, but like I didn't like the idea that this small animal was taking advantage of my space. <laughs> and I was like, listen, I was like, I'm the boss. You're not allowed to run on the wheel, so at night I would take the wheel off. That did really mitigate any of the issues because then she would just like chirp <laughs> at night. And so like I was like, so then I started doing like research. I was like, are hamsters nocturnal? <laughs> I was like, did PetSmart finesse me? Nah, she's just an asshole. <laughs> no, I I gave her away to a to a better family that that wanted like I basically gave her to ten year old you because ten year old yeah because I was like I was, traumatized because I was like I was like listen I was like. This this critter, this rodent only wants to sleep or only wants to sleep when I'm awake and I we we don't we don't bond well and she she needs to be rehomed. I don't I don't get down with hamsters. <laughs> so last what are, thing. what are the big ones? Guinea pig. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, guinea pigs. I just I can't remember. Because yeah, you, we, when you said the small and, ones, uh, I was like my, my my girlfriend like way back in high school, she had a she had a rabbit named Thumper and a rabbit rabbit named Twilight. And one of them was drastically larger than the other. And I <laughs> I just remember this. The one time we were we were um she was like had she was like loaded. Her basement had like a movie theater in it and oh. shit. Oh my god. Wait, I think I mo well, I, I can't say most of us. I feel like a lot of people have had that girlfriend yes. at some point in high school. Yes. Where you're like, oh, her dad bought a Namco arcade machine, so I went yeah. over there all the exactly. time <laughs> and just play Pac-Man. She had a hot and, tub, like and, a hot water slide. And, like and all Dig the- Dug. <laughs> Dig Dug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are very real memories coming coming to fruition. You should go to, uh, have you ever been to Cleveland? You should go to 16 Bed in Cleveland. You'd be in heaven. I know what I'm doing next weekend. <laughs> I, I got to get out. <laughs>
No, uh, so there's a bar in Cleveland. Is it like an arcade bar? It's called 16-Bit, and you play every single game for free as long as you drink. And why would you not drink? <laughs> That's, what is it all of their drinks are all of their drinks are 1980s, 19 early 1990s themed. That's so the coolest like, thing they ever. They have like a like a Carrie Fisher, Carrie, Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Carrie Fisher, Burt Reynolds, like all the like like all the horniest people of all the, the horniest 80s and people 90s, of the eighties yeah. and nineties. Yeah, it's awesome. Speaking of the horniest people of the eighties and nineties, i.e., Carrie Fisher, uh, <laughs> they they came out. They yeah, they they came out uh, on Disney Plus with like the full canon of. Star Wars movies as of... No, they did not. The 2nd or 3rd of April. Why did I not know this? I was so excited because it was my understanding that they were going to release the holiday special. Ooh. They did not. They released... The, I'm way overdue on watching The Mandalorian, by the way. They, I haven't seen the second season. Yeah. So they they came out with every animated series that's like ever existed. like Basically everything but the holiday special, which just adds to the elusiveness of the holiday special... But they added um, in the middle of the holiday special because, like, I've never been able to watch it because they have scrubbed it from the Internet. I've listened to podcasts about it. Like, I've tried my hardest to understand what it is without <laughs> being able to see it. And all I can understand is that it's just complete nonsense. And it makes me want, want to see it even more. They say <laughs> Those that, are like, the best. They say just get that, fucked like, up and watch they, it. They, they say that, like, you know, Carrie, Carrie Fisher's, like, obviously high during it Harrison Ford like <laughs> visibly does not want to be there and and like Mark Hamill is just like upbeat type of deal oh <laughs> I was just God. like I was like I was like Captain those are the, Kirk type shit I was like, like those are like the three like least surprising things that you could have told me about like those people in that time frame and what you made them do but in the oh middle of it, God. there was like a weird, like like a twenty or maybe even like fifteen minute, like animated thing that Chewbacca's son watched on the TV because they made it a variety show. So it was like oh. music, animated, live action, everything. And so they only released this animated thing, and it was called like the oh, I'm gonna butcher it. It's like the Loyal Wookiee or something. It was the first time they ever showed um, Boba Fett. <laughs> and and it was animated, and this is like the first time he was ever introduced, and it was, so it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I apologize to anybody that's listening if you guys don't get down with Star Wars, but that was my little tangent about Star Wars and the the holiday special. It's I'm a, still searching to all of Earth's ends for this. Are you like uh, Ted and How I Met Your Mother? Do, does your girlfriend have to love Star Wars? Not necessarily, because like I I do love. I mean, I love Star Wars. I mean, well, on. The, the, the front license plate on on my white car is the Imperial logo because <laughs> when I bought it, I was like, it looks like a stormtrooper, you know. <laughs> uh, but like, great. but at the same time, like if if you tell me you haven't seen Star Wars, I don't immediately assume that you're scum. But <laughs> but but it's but I have to I have to generate that. Have thought. you watched the Clone Wars? The animated one? Yeah. I've, I've seen part of it, not all of it. I want to rewatch it because... No, honestly, like, I, I love Star Wars. Honestly, it's like, if somebody tells me that they haven't seen it, I'm not immediately willing to just sit down with them and and watch it. Some people, I feel like, want to be hipster and just don't want to... And, and so it's like, it's like, I admit that the prequels are very difficult to watch sometimes, and so... As much as I love them, as much as I love the third one, like there's almost like specific scenes that I like. So I don't want to watch the whole thing because I've seen them so many times. And so it's like if somebody tells me they haven't seen it, I'm not I'm not going to like give them shit for it because I'm kind of like, oh, well, at this very moment, I don't really want to watch it either. So, <laughs> you know, that's you got to be fully invested to watch it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. But Star Wars three is undefeated, like, like undefeated. Re Return of the Sith, like the explanation for how Anakin became Darth Vader, one of the coolest, one of the coolest ones in my opinion. And then that and um, Rogue One, like the oh, one you like Rogue One, the, a lot the, of people don't like. I like, I like, I honestly like the films on both ends of the original trilogy. Whenever uh, we're talking about like pop culture or like icons from the past or the present, I always think because I just grew up on freaking, uh, not grew up on it, but like. Through grade school and high school on freaking epic rap battles of history. Like, I've watched oh. it from episode one. Oh, my God. Like, like I just why, think of it in terms of that. Why are we not talking about this sooner? I don't know, dude. I I grew up on that shit. I watched it from from when it was freaking Bill O'Reilly versus... Yeah. Who, who was it? Donald uh, Trump or something? No, I, I, dude, I remember uh, Billy... Uh, 
Billy Mays versus Ben Franklin. Oh my God, um, that's such a good uh, one. Mr. T versus Mr. Rogers. When you were talking about the like the Justin Bieber versus Beethoven. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> one of the best ones. Um, I was just thinking about when you were like the upbeat energy. I was thinking, I'm the enterprising Captain Jane, <laughs> Tiberius Kirk, representing Riverside Eye. Like, I Earth. <laughs> like, the, that's what I Adolf thought. Hitler versus uh, Darth There's Vader. like four of them or three yeah. of them. Yeah. The, those are the, like, that's sh- like, that's like my nice stupid. Peter. Yeah. Nice Peter. Nice shout Peter and Epic nice Lloyd. Peter. You're fucking awesome. And, and um, uh, even Daystorm was even in on some of them. Oh my God. Do you no, remember dude, Daystorm? Everyone, dude. Um, freaking Snoop Dogg. Uh, well, what's your Keen Peel. I uh, see. Everyone. I, so I, many people. I, I need I need to go get up to date, but I'm like the original. Like I have them like in my iTunes library. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. The, oh yeah. Um, the Mr. T one. Oh my, like, Mr. Uh, Rogers and uh, oh my that god, one, that, that one's like, so funny. Like pity the fool that try to step the club away. <laughs> Come and be a biceps. Yeah, I know. See, that's like if I didn't if okay if a lot of if I didn't compartmentalize my knowledge like that like I knew way too many words to way too many epic rap battles of history and I knew way too much about sports and I feel like I just lost it with some other shit because my brain is just like well, that's like like that's a perfect example of one of those like <laughs> like uh, very compartmentalized memories where wait, wait. I cannot I cannot recount it until I hear it start yeah and, yeah, and then you're like like especially the do you do you remember Tobuscus by chance Tobuscus um, in what context? He did like the uh, Assassin's Creed dubs. He's like mysterious, mm. but it meant oh my god. See, I, I I played Assassin's Creed very, I guess, passively. My brothers all played it, so I just, just I would play it just to climb to the top of buildings. Just and, watch it, and you'll be like, wow, <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. Like he just does. So he does a dub, like a musical dub over like the entrance scene, like or the, like the trailer scene. Okay. To was it Assassin's Creed Brotherhood? I think um, he just does it. Um, he even does like the logo. He's like Stargate, Ubisoft, Sparkle. <laughs> like he does it, the whole thing, and he's like, uh, like when he's coming in, the whole story. He's like mysterious hooded man watches from a distance. And he just like narrates. All Take thing. a second to look awesome. Like it's uh, it's so funny. You gotta watch it. But um, last thing I'll say is earlier you reminded me of a comedian named Pablo Francisco. Ah, oh, my guy. You know Paulo Francisco? Little Tortilla Did, Have you ever boy. seen when he was on so many drugs that he got caught in a loop on stage? No. So no. see, I, I'm not. I'm not well versed in Paulo Francisco. My neither am I. I only know a couple. Know, all I know is is Little Tortilla Boy. <laughs> oh and no, you did say that. These earlier. are my tortillas. <laughs> Wait, is that you were referencing when you said Little Tortilla? Yes, yes. Oh my god! Because, because like no that's, way. That is like one of my favorite stand-up bits ever. I didn't catch ever, that. I did not catch like, that. I don't know who this guy is, but I want him to yes, tortilla. Yes, oh my god, that's so... He sold tortillas on the corner. Coming soon to the... <laughs> the mafia want him dead. <laughs> oh, man, I wish I remembered like more to that. The one I remember the most is uh, you got to watch um, Ecstasy at a Techno Club. Okay. okay. He goes... He goes uh, he's talking about this girl who gave him like ecstasy. The premise is apparently ecstasy pills have like weird logo stamped on them. Okay. And he said it was um, like uh, is, Mitsubishi. Okay. He's like, Mitsubishi <laughs> makes this? <laughs> is is ecstasy like street produced? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah. That, that makes sense. So people like stamped their own. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's why it has like some, some have like the Tesla Cause, logo Yeah, because like I've seen pictures and stuff and like so that makes sense. They literally have everything from like the <laughs> Monster Energy drink. No, he's like, he's like, that's why they're probably like you walk into a Mitsubishi dealership and you're like, here, here, take one of these mints. <laughs> Then you're like, fuck it, let's go, let's buy a car. Like, this one looks fast. He goes, um, this girl's like talking to him and he gets, she gives him two, he buys two. And he goes, she goes, she goes, take one. And then in a couple hours, take another one. He's like, what? I just took both of those. Yeah, I was going to say that. And she's like, uh, I gotta go. Those instructions have never worked. Nope. Not and for he's anybody like talking, in the history of He's humankind. talking to a guy and he's like, yeah, this girl gave me ecstasy and I took both of them. He's like, oh, you got about 10 minutes till it kicks in. And he's like, you either going to die or you're going to have a really good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's in a tap or no. I think he said he was driving, which is bad. Don't do that on drugs. Don't drive on drugs. Seriously. But he goes, he's okay. driving. He's like, he's like, he's like, it's not kicked in yet. And he's like, everything slowed down. He's like, Zzzz. Get the hell out of the way before I have sex with all you guys. 
You said don't, oh, I don't, scared the cat. don't drive on drugs. Have you ever seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Oh, yeah. People on ludes should not drive. <laughs> and then like that scene where they crashed the car and he was like, He's like, my brother's gonna shit. He's gonna kill us. He's gonna shit. He's like, which one is it? Is he gonna shit or is he gonna kill us? <laughs> and he's like, he's gonna shit and then he's gonna kill us. And he's like, my dad is a TV repairman. He's got a wicked set of tools. He can fix anything. And they like just, they just crashed like a, like a Porsche, like 944 or something. <laughs> like, it was like, it's just that line. Like, my dad is a TV repairman. <laughs> got a sick set of tools. A TV repair. Every time shit goes sideways amongst my, my friends, I always TV say that, and none of them get it. None of them. Like, the only reason That's they get so it funny. at this point is because I've said it enough times <laughs> that they're just like, ah, Graham's making the TV repairman joke again. <laughs> but, like, to me, it's just the funniest joke possible because I'm like, he can fix anything. <laughs> I just, I think of one of my favorite movies every time I hear Ludes. I just think of... Steve Man. Steve Man. <laughs> or um, and, and I got home completely unscathed. And then yeah. it's like, Meh. and then it goes back to the actual one. He's like, the part where, where Leo's just like <laughs> holding his mouth. He's like, look at this guy. And he's just like, Steve Man. <laughs> that's a good that's He's a looking good. at Naomi. He's like, <laughs> and just like, Donnie, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, that that's that. Yeah, and then and then the scene like where it cuts back to how he actually got to the car. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm like, talking and about. And he's like crawling down the stairs of the country <laughs> club. What's hilarious to me is like the the entrance to that country club looks very much like the Parkersburg Country Club. It and looks so, like a country club I went to was yeah, as yeah. well. I, so I, like I, Edgewood, which fair, I don't think is open. It's anymore, probably but. fair to say that most country clubs look very similar. They really do. They and so like the, the idea of of. Leonardo DiCaprio as Jordan Belfort, cli- like crawling down the stairs into his Lamborghini, like not necessarily Lamborghini, but like it was just like, okay. I was like, There's a- I can see this. You know what's really bad about that movie? Their actual Jordan Belfort said it did not do justice to his actual lifestyle. Yeah, I, and it's I actually, pretty bad. I actually, <laughs> like I follow him on Twitter and I follow him on TikTok. I, think. I don't even go on TikTok that much. I follow, I follow him on Twitter. He's and, still trying to hustle, dude. And, and the, the very. <laughs> Like passive things that he says, I'm like, I'm like, this this guy was really about it. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I remember, I actually listened to the audio files of when they crashed the Naomi, his boat. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I found it or why I looked it up, but I found it, and I was like, first of all, I'm not a great swimmer. Uh, <laughs> like to hell with the middle of the ocean. I, I think. Oh, I, that's one of my I worst think, fears. I think actually, I said, like, I, if I you said scissors and elevators. Uh, well, <laughs> that's for another episode. But but I just the, don't want the ocean. Freaking, what's it called? Demon or so, there's a movie about it where there's a bunch of people stuck in an elevator. The oh, uh, the devil inside. No, that's another movie. I think it's just called Devil. Devil. Yeah, I think you're right. It's the, the devil inside is another one. Uh, but. It's the old lady. Spoiler movie. alert! Spoiler it's alert! The old lady. It's the old lady. Sorry. She sucks. Don't yeah, just don't. That's even, like very predictable. Don't even watch it. It's very Honestly, you'll never want to go in an elevator again. Part of my job is riding elevators, and every time I get in one, for me, it's by myself. Ah, I'm oh, so yeah. I'm so extroverted that I'm I'm comfortable with elevators if somebody else is with me. Yeah. If I'm by myself, I'm yeah. like, well, I'm I gonna fucking dial on. This is this is sick. Wait, why are you afraid of scissors though? Um, I don't know. I have a like completely irrational fear of sharp objects in the hands of another person i can handle a knife no, I, pr- no problem but if you if you picked up a pocket knife right now it'd be incredibly uncomfortable and i cannot i kind of get it. uncomfortable when i'm uh i don't know why because i have very steady hands but when i'm like just slicing vegetables yeah and i it, don't know why it's to the point like my friends are so aware of this and i you know you do not want to come to a freaking after hours at my apartment side note i i have in my past years lived in a fraternity house so uh, I think it was my sophomore year. Like my friends are hyper aware of this fact. And when they first discovered it, they like cornered me in a room, just like holding random sharp objects. What the fuck? And I was like, I was like, first of all, you guys deserve to burn in hell for eternity for this. <laughs> no, like, I was like, this ridiculous. is ridiculous. No. But like to them, it was like, they knew that they weren't going to hurt me. But in my eyes, I was like, no, I was like, what if you tripped? <laughs> like, yeah. like, I hate it. I actually broke uh, another brother's fan. 
because he had like a standalone, like an oscillating fan, and I broke it so that I could like swing it at him like they were wild animals and I Damn. had fire. And like I'm talking like when 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 blades show up, I get uncomfortable. If you point it at me, I become primitive. Yeah, like, I, I will. Kill I you. would too, honestly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Don't come to. Actually, I don't know. I've had a couple of like after hours type things here and one of the things that most people want to do is throw my dartboard so it's yeah, like exactly. that, hey i bet you can't i bet you i bet, yep. I bet you can't get it around my hand the guy that's on his way right now do you want to, i have fucking carpet you know what want to know what they started doing when they were i don't even think they were fucked up yet they just wanted to be assholes they started throwing up seltzers and trying to hit them in the air and they got one <laughs> they got one in the air this is a <laughs> this <clears throat> i don't i don't like to get political this is a huge issue among men. <laughs> Why do you need to throw shit at other shit that's being thrown? <laughs> Just leave it alone. Let let things be thrown without other things being Hitting thrown them. at them. Without anything being contact <clears throat> with them in the this, same plane. This is an NPR PSA. Do not throw things <laughs> at other things that are being thrown. It's unnecessary. There's already one thing being thrown. There's no need to throw another thing. I.E. Darts at a floating white claw. If you throw darts at a flying white claw, there's probably a helpline for you. I don't know what it is, but there's probably one for you. Don't do it again. Please, God, this is a message from uh, the foundation of people who have owned or do own apartments in the past year. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And that, is, you. and that is how we will end it. That is a perfect way to end it. Well, wow, that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs>